Tip today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, fuck on. Your Peugeot car or van might benefit from a free software upgrade. For more information and to find out if this applies to your vehicle, call the lads in Slattery's Garage, fuck on on 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie. Thanks, uh, Pat. Huge response to my chat there with uh, Thomas about Davos. And there's a lot of people out there very unhappy about that sort of uh, merging of commercial interests and politics and uh, all of that. I can understand uh, why you would be concerned uh, about it too. I saw some of the most... um Really, really strange stuff go on uh, out there as well. If you're following it on social media, you'll know you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Listen, says, did, did Councillor Eddie Moore not just say to you on the radio that there was work being done on the pedestrian crossing in Temple Moor uh, as he was speaking, and he even said that he saw them working this morning, and he praised the workers as well. I'm after passing twice since 8 a.m. this morning, and there's been no work done there, and the barriers haven't even been moved from either side of the crossing. So, uh, and it goes on to, to make another comment as well. So, I don't know. Uh, anybody in Templemore, can you can you give us some clarity on that? What's happening with the new pedestrian crossing that appears to be rather concerning there, to say the very least. All right, then, it is time for this. For every problem, there's a solution. Dear Phil, on Tip Today with Phil Prendergast. Would you go up to Templemore and sort... Out the problems up there, Phil. Sort out everything. Now, if I was running for election, I'd be up there as we speak with a placard. <laughs> do you know? I'm just thinking about that. Actually, you know, now that you're no longer in politics, do you, do you think back to those days where you would actually be sort of concerned about all, everything and anything, and you see, phones you, ringing? And yeah, the, the thing about it is, I suppose you have to put a context on everything, Fran, because you can only be in one place at one time, yeah. and there's no point in trying to spread yourself around. So you're better off, I think, to be very vigilant about things that you commit to doing for people and honestly follow that through and try and conclude it and try and have it a positive outcome. And you mean not be everything to everybody? You can't be everything to everybody but that's not to say that collectively as a group of people or councillors that people are not having an awareness. For instance, I do remember one time getting terrific praise for something that had happened because I happened to have been canvassing in the area but it was another politician that actually got that work concluded okay. and I got the praise for it. Right. And did, so you, did you hold your hands up and say... I did. I said that was Shane Seely did that. Right. Okay. Because it was the old bridge and it was. But it's just that the woman associated me as having done it because I also took the representation because I actually canvassed to her house. So you have to be... You get your hands up and say, actually, do you know what? That, that wasn't mm. I that did it. Um, but collectively, we all work. But if somebody train. did that at my door, I, I'd be delighted that somebody would have the you-know-what to say, look, you know, thanks, but that wasn't me. It was so-and-so, you know. I'd yeah, but you see, I suppose there some people contact every representative and ask them to do things and they will give the praise to whatever party might suit them or whatever person might suit them. Right. But there are people that would be long enough in the business to know exactly how to get things done, how to follow up on it, when to follow up on it and to keep in communication with the person that asked you to do something. There are other people that are going to ask every single person to do it and whoever gets back to them first saying that's, that's sorted now. Saying it's sorted doesn't mean that they sorted it. It means that the person that might have met yeah, course, the representative. Yeah. So you need you need to be, I suppose, 
very fair and equal to people. So it's mm. it's just it's one. Do of you know, those. I was talking to Councillor Michael Murphy this morning. I was just making the point to him. I think it was off air. I made the point to him that this time round, from what we're getting in here, it's a totally different vibe and mood out there. I'd hate to be knocking on anybody's door. See, I think the whole concept of knocking on doors is gone because communication now is the whole social media yeah, thing. Yeah. So people would actually have training in the social media aspect and how to promote themselves. There really is, I, I think myself, there's a whole mood change in, in the way people canvas. Knocking on doors, I don't think, is the thing anymore. People don't want... You get so many doors that have no canvassers yeah, sure. and no um, no electioneering. They People don't want it. If they want to know who they're supporting or what they're supporting, they're going to use the medium of radio. They're going to use the medium of social media. They're going... And, of course, you need now to be very, very careful because with AI, you wouldn't know what's going to come up and it can look very, very believable because that's the whole thing with um, artificial intelligence. You don't know how that that runs with people. So, yeah, there's there's probably, there's there's a lot to be said, I suppose, for when people went in their crowds to church on a Sunday of having yeah. the big tra- tractor or the trailer outside. The simple, simple people, times. The simple, simple times, times, yeah. But, you yeah. know, yeah, things have changed. We have to advance with the times. People's means of getting their message out is good. What we have really, I think, uh, around the country are very experienced councillors who are doing the work. If they get the work and people continue to support them, they're going to get elected and there will be people that will go to doors and be so disillusioned and just so, I suppose, beaten down because Mm. um, if the word gets out, well, you know, you'll hear all sorts of things. You'll hear all sorts of things about people and it can be very hard time. I'm sure it can indeed. Glad to be out of it. (laughs) I was going to ask you that, but I said I wouldn't. You are glad to be out of it, yeah, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, she says with a big smile. Um, all right, then, the letters. Letter one, Phil. Dear Phil, I'm hoping you can help me with a problem that seems to be building. I'm in my 30s with three kids and a full-time job. I have a group of friends who I've known since school and we're really close. We tend to organise a night out for a lunch or a coffee every couple of weeks, but I've had to decline the last few weeks because of stuff on with the kids, birthday parties, sport, that kind of thing. My friends were understanding at first, but now they say I have to get better organised and make the time to meet them. It's not that easy for me because my husband works full-time. He also works on a farm in the evenings and the weekends, so when it comes to the kids, I'm on my own. I don't mind that, but it's the pressure from my friends that uh, that is really annoying me. They have now even started to put up some mean text on our WhatsApp group saying everybody is invited but they know I won't go. I find it really upsetting. I've tried to explain the situation but they say I can make the time if I really want to. I feel like I'm going to be dropped out of this friend group and if that happens I will lose my oldest friends but I can't see a way out. What should I do, Phil? Well, I think the last sentence is just sad, isn't it? Isn't I will it lose my oldest friends, yeah. but I can't see a way out of it. I think her friends are being very thoughtless because three young children, a full-time job and a husband that works with no Seven time off. Week. What yeah. is wrong with these people? I mean, they could, if they want to, while if I'm sure or I'm not sure, there may be children not even at school age yet. So, I mean, this is a very busy lady. Why would they decide to be using social media, even if it's a contained group, to actually do that? That's kind of subliminal bullying. So, I mean, I I would have every sympathy for this woman. And I think when she put up 
the mean text or when she read the mean text, she should put back up, you're actually wrong about this. My whatever year old has a party this week, a dental appointment for another child, another one starting school or bedwetting or whatever it might be that keeps this woman busy, who's also working. Mm, So, I mean, I don't know when they would fit in the old... um, you know, lunches and stuff like that, unless it's a weekend. And we all know that weekends tend to be valuable family time or at least time for catch-ups and organising and all that needs to be done. So I don't think she's going to lose her old friends, but I do think that she needs to kind of... um, And it would be better if she did it with them. So she should invite them to her house um, for the coffee. They can bring their own cakes or whatever it is they want, if that's what they want to do. Or they can do a nighttime visit or whatever. But she needs to say to them, let's, you know, I am really busy. Mm. This is not about not wanting to be with the girls having a great time. I'm thinking about my child that's not meeting his developmental processes. I'm worried about my husband working day and night. I'm worried about what, you know, I'm worried mm. about lots of things. I haven't time for the frivolity of, you know, going out for a social occasion when mm. my mind is very much occupied on other things. And I presume she would love to have that time, but she she just doesn't. She obviously know? doesn't, yeah. because if you listen to and, and say, you're like, she's in her 30s with three kids and a full-time job. So do we presume that her friends don't have kids? Because if they did, surely they well, would understand. They certainly don't seem to have any cognizance of how busy... Um, yeah. I mean, the woman had... A couple of weeks of stuff like birthday parties, sports and that kind of thing. So obviously there's a lot of toing and froing for every busy parent. You're trying to expose your children, I suppose, to as many social activities as possible, keep them healthy and keep them fit. But like you cannot be all things to all people. This woman actually needs time for herself. It would be very nice if her friends got together and said, you know what, and if they have no kids or whatever their story is, like, listen, let's dilute it. Let's all go to the park with all our children, if they have children, and just have a picnic or whatever. Now, I know the weather today is not really suitable for that. Not so really conducive not to really, that, no. But there are indoor, um, you know, centres now where, where people yeah. can go. Um, I think they need to start giving the woman a hard time. She's just yeah. very, and, very busy. Uh, and she shouldn't worry about losing her oldest friends because if they're really her friends they should stop the old bullying because that, that doesn't sound very nice to just say you won't bother. It's not that this one won't bother. It's because she's as busy as a bee. For sure. Um, let's go to our second letter then, Phil. Dear Phil, my friend has stopped speaking to me over a mistake I made online. I'm fascinated with this uh, letter actually because I know of a situation where this happened uh, as well. Uh, I'm in my 50s and one of my best and oldest friends invited me to her daughter's wedding. I was delighted to go because obviously I have known her since she was a child and was delighted to share in the special day. I took pictures on the day and the day after. I put up a post on Facebook congratulating the couple and thanking them for a lovely day. That afternoon, my friend rang me fuming that I had posted a picture of the couple with my post and demanded that I take it down. I was mortified at first that I had posted a bad picture or the wrong picture, but she explained that it's a rule that you would never post a picture of the bride before the bride posts herself. 
I said I had no idea and I was sorry and I would take it down straight away. I did take it down immediately and let my friend know. I apologised profusely and left her alone to cool down. I messaged her again a week later, again apologising and asking could I take her out for a coffee, but I got no reply. I've sent a number of messages now and tried to call her, but she won't respond to me. I'm so upset over it. I never meant to offend anyone and I don't know how to fix it. What should I do? Well, I, say, you know I, what? I know of a situation where this happened. Yeah, well. and you know what? Yeah. It's so sad because people are really not aware, I suppose, that when you are taking photographs of people, you, you really should have permission. This woman genuinely made a mistake. She genuinely did not know that mm. this is not considered there was the no right thing to do. no malice in this whatsoever. Absolutely no intention yeah. to be hurtful. And at the end of the day, it wouldn't have made a huge difference. But the glory of the day is the bride, the marriage, the groom, who's wearing what, who went where and who did what. And of course, her 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 friend, the mother of the bride, is absolutely furious with her. But the poor woman didn't know that this is not the done thing. Now, you might say, she should have, she should have known. How do you? I, I'm so glad I left Facebook behind because you can get into so much trouble with things. But I mean, there's a lot of things and we spoke very briefly earlier about AI, the artificial intelligence. Things can be taken from the ether now and put up in a post that is so believable. The, 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 the whole concept of doing something with malice is very different from doing something with innocence. This mm. woman acted in innocence. She has apologised. She apologised again the following week um, and asked could she make some degree of retribution, bring her out for a coffee and genuinely is suffering remorse over this. She has sent a number of messages and she has tried to call her and the woman will not respond to her. I maybe think maybe she should write her a text or a letter or something just say this was a very very genuine error I really am sorry I did not realise I was encroaching on the whole system that Mm. operates around weddings and photographs and all the rest of it my advice to anyone would be don't take any pictures of anyone without their permission express permission and certainly don't put them up publicly when Mm. it's not your day it's you are a guest of course, at that. Yes. But, but that, this that's woman a, did not know. That's relatively recent. That real hard rule that you don't put up pictures. A before lot of the people bride, from friend would not be aware of it because I was asking when I got my letters. I and I just thought, yeah, I, I'm going to ask a few people what they would think about this. Yes. A lot of them said, well, like if if you don't have something in writing saying actually photographs on the day not to be published until whatever a certain amount of time has passed. And if you have a protocol in place and people adhere to it, that's great. This woman genuinely made a mistake. She's very, very contrite and her friend is mad as a hornet. Won't speak to her. (laughs) She's, yeah. (laughs) I see. uh, Well, I mean, I have huge issues with the fact, I mean, you go out to play a few tunes and somebody's videoing you and it's up on social media before you you know it. But, Fran, that's because you're gorgeous, talented, Do you hear this beautiful, yeah, people yeah, just want yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, But But again, nobody seems to ask your permission. Is it okay if I do this? Like You, know? you see, there's an assumption there that if you are, if you like 
providing a service in a public way that you they should be able to do whatever they like. The problem with that is people can take photographs and they can then make suggestions around that photograph about who you were with, who was in the company or who was there. Course, so yeah. you're also taking pictures of other people that are not aware they're being photographed. That is where the problem lies. I think we're gone. We, you see, everybody has a phone or a means to take a photograph all of the time. There's now covert cameras. There's now cameras that are disguised as pens in your pocket. There's that are disguised as brooches or badges or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. And kind of brooches are sort of gone out, aren't they? Oh, I, no, think. Well, I no. like brooches. Yeah. I like the idea of brooches. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's a real difficulty, Fran. And I think there should be a kind of maybe an acceptance that. Uh, if it's not your wedding and not your relative, but it is your friend, that it's not your right to post things on social media, whatever the medium is. Um, and to be careful, the poor woman is absolutely appalled that she has broken broken, uh, you know, an acceptance that this is not the prerogative of her to post things. All right, our third letter then, Phil. I decided for the new year that I would get healthy, try to get fit and lose some weight. I started a healthy diet and uh, decided to join the gym. I bought myself a year's membership so that I wouldn't have the excuse to back out, but now I'm really regretting it. I really hate going to the gym. I dread it. I know how you feel. I only go uh, three or four times a week, but I always feel really old and out of place. I'm much heavier than a lot of the people there and it makes me really self-conscious. I've tried to distract myself with music and podcasts, but it just doesn't work. I tried going at a different time of day, but I still feel the same. I don't enjoy it the way other people seem to and I'm just getting through it. Should I just take the financial hit and try something else or should I just suck it up and keep going? I don't know what to do, but it's making me miserable. I feel the pain. Ah, the poor woman. Um... As you know, Fran, I, I go to a gym yep. about three times a week. Um, I'm very old. You're not very I'm, old. I'm not exactly svelte. I don't mind. The gym that I go to is is has a, a person that gives you the workout and then any modifications you need to make to that workout because of injuries, recovering injuries or simply because of your an age related or whatever it's taken care of nobody looks at anyone else, nobody is interested in how fat you might be, how unfit you might be, this morning I was trying to do a pull up, standing on a big thick elastic band and my I had to call said come over here, my hinges won't work with my arms, look at I'm able to do that, he said get a kettlebell instead and do a few swings, which is fantastic Fantastic because yes. you're never made to feel and and there's if you were to compare yourself to other people in the gym, honest to God, you're not really in the gym to do stuff. You're in right. the gym to look at other people that are going to be way better than you, way younger than you. Um, the, most of the gyms now, nobody is actually looking at someone else and and saying, oh God, you know, th- th- this is this is just not for me. They will really, really, really enjoy that gym once they get out of the self-conscious period of time. She has paid a hefty subscription for a whole year. She shouldn't dream of thinking about it. She shouldn't dream of of stopping it. She should just go and proceed. She will find that nobody is looking at her. And if she has a difficulty... Her trainer will be there and will notice they're very quiet. There's no big stop the music. I want to talk to number three there or whatever. 
that does not happen in any gym. People yes. will just come. Now, I mean, there's different types of gyms. If there's a gym where you just go pay your subscription, you go in and you pick a machine and you go off and you do all sorts of things on that, it's different because you're not really being trained. Mm. You're paying to go to a gym to use machines. If you go to a gym that actually has fitness instructors and trainers who are going to take cognizance of your age, your fitness levels and then work towards what you need for yourself. That's how most of them do it now. And it's very satisfying. And there really is no other thing. Like, I mean, I'm 64. I really and truly don't think, really, are you getting a bit old for this? I go in and I do what I can. And as you know, I I could break four legs if I had them. But, you know. But I, I last week decided, I saw an ad on, on Instagram or one of those about Dance Yourself Fit and off I took myself to it. Well, I had the best Did pack. you? I did, yeah. Now, yeah. I, I have three left feet and I really, really enjoyed it. That hour was one of the best hours of my Isn't week. Isn't that brilliant to Absolutely. be able to say that? And not only that, there was another 20 people there and there would have been people that were my age and older and then young and all the rest of it. Nobody was looking at anyone else because we were looking at the instructor who was a waif, but a brilliant waif. And the music was great and there was cha-cha-chas going on and click-click-clicks and that was, on my, that, was, that was only my bones. But it was great crack. So this poor woman, she just... Keep going with it. Maybe have a chat with her instructor if that's what she has, if that's the kind of thing. Yes. Otherwise, you know, just go, keep going, doing what she can. And if there's 10 reps on something, as in repetitions, maybe she should aim for six reps or eight reps. And, you know, so that she has less to do in the time and she will get there. And enjoy it. And really enjoy And the social aspect as well because they do have Christmas parties and they do have get-togethers and they do have walks up Sleevenham which is absolute murder. Mm-hmm. And, um, but very, very fun-filled events and they're good crack. Well, great advice as always. Phil, great to see you and thanks very much indeed. And, uh, Thank yeah. you, Fran. The gym membership. I I actually pay. I paid for a full year membership and never used the gym one time. Can oh, you believe that? And I'll tell you why. I went into the particular gym and there's nowhere around here, and I spoke to the gobdaw who was supposed to be the trainer, and he put me off to the point that I never went back after paying the full amount of money. You know. Well, I went well, to I the gym one like time, him. Fran, and I, there was now, and this is—I kind of felt this, but um, and it was a good few years ago, and I'm not mentioning, we'll never mention any gyms, but um, I was <laughs> this this gorgeous creature came in and and took my machine that I was supposed to be on next, right? And of course the instructor kept chatting with her and and doing all that needed to be done and he said to me, so I was standing there and he said, take a kettlebell and go out and walk around the building so I went out with the kettlebell and when I came back in, he was still chatting to one and he sent me out again and I came back in and of course I I got pure, now I was paying weekly or monthly or whatever and I said, uh, I can go home, I said, and walk up and down my garden with a kettlebell, I said, and pay you nothing. I said, that's what I'm going to do. So I effect (laughs) off from that gym. Good luck now. All right, thanks Phil, thanks very much. We'll take a break. Tip FM's Tip Today with Fran Curry In association with Slattery's of Pecan, Tipperary's main Peugeot dealer. Slattery's Garage Pecan, the name you can trust for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie